welcome to the Classroom Brew Podcast. The Teacher Podcast is a little bit like Drunk History. But wait, do you guys actually drink while you record episodes? Yeah. Actually. Yeah. Well, I guess to get us started off, cheers. Cheers, man. Thanks for coming on. Oh, absolutely. So, everybody else, welcome back to Classroom Brew. This is episode 80-something, 84, I believe. And so for this episode, I'm really excited because we actually have Mr. D himself, Joe Dombrowski. So, Joe is actually not only a teacher, but a stand-up comedian, and he's also been on Ellen for his infamous uh, spelling bee test. Isn't that wild? Oh my God, I can't even imagine, man. I know, it's weird too. So I had a meeting the other day with some people who were, were going to do some business together. And they were like, so Ellen, that's crazy. And they were talking about it. And as they continued the conversation, that I realized that they were under the impression that that happened this past April Fool's, as oh. in like two weeks ago. Sure. And they're like, oh my God, that's so incredible. And I was like, oh... No, like, that happened two years ago. They're like, wait, 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 but you're on tour now? And I was like, yeah. They're like, oh, you're, like, on your own doing this. Like, you're really just, like, making it happen. I'm like, well, I don't know. Okay, you want to hear some some tea, some some dish on this? Ellen, in a off-camera moment, looked at me, and she's like, hey, you're really funny. And I was like... Thank you. She's like, no, like you're really funny. You should do something with that. Yeah. And at that moment, I knew I was like, I have a lot of material written, and I was like, it's time to like hit the ground running. And then I really <laughs> yeah. started to like write the show for real. So. That's insane. Like I can't even because you were doing stand up for like ten years, right? And uh-huh. Getting all set, but like a lot of people, they thought that was like your start, right? Mm-hmm. Did you get a chance to kind of connect with her, like at like kind of talk? Because she's also like this huge influence in a comedian and stuff like that. Do you get a chance like behind the scenes to kind of talk about it? So I, I picked her brain a little bit. Uh-huh. I was, I'm not going to lie. I was like starstruck as hell. Like it was like, even like getting words out to chat with her was just insane. Mm-hmm. And I, I thanked her a lot too for her influence in the LGBT community. Cause I remember like when she came out publicly, I was really young, but I, mm-hmm. it was everywhere. It was in magazines as you're going grocery shopping, like everywhere. And like as a little gay boy, like that meant so much to just yeah. like see another figure, you know, out there like killing it. So I talked to her mostly about that. However, flash forward um, a year and a half after my appearance and she's doing a stand-up special. She filmed her stand-up special in Seattle. That's right, she did. The most re- uh, relatable, right? Yeah. Whatever it's called. Blocks away from my apartment. <laughs> oh, my God. Right. So I'm like, oh, let's go. Let's go get tickets. Had to, like, scour to get tickets. I, it mm-hmm. was insane. Finally got tickets. Um, went to the show. And then I didn't know. They did a Q&A after. Sure. And I, like, raised my hand. And they came over and gave me the mic. And I was like, 
hey, um, not sure if you're going to remember me. <laughs> I was on season 14. Um, I'm the teacher. And she's like, oh, my God, the spelling test teacher. And I was like, yeah, she's like, it, she's like, it's so good to see you. She's like, I cannot believe you're here right now. She's Okay, she's like, stop. Tell everybody what you did. So I did, and we chatted about it. Mm-hmm. And she's like, what's up? How are you? And I was like, hey, I just wanted to remind you about what you said about um, you're really funny. You should do something with that. And I wanted to thank you for it. And I want to let you know that I'm currently in the process of booking my first ever tour. And she's nice. like, that is incredible and she was just like she was talking about how like she just really believed in that and like keep trucking and you know mm-hmm. you can you're gonna fail and like feel that failure and use it to motivate you to keep going and i'm just like this woman is it insanely just like important in my life and like yeah. so many people and i'm just i'm so grateful yeah you know i used to watch her when she was on at like 10 a.m on i can't remember the network i think it was still nbc at NBC the time probably, yeah and i remember when she got the dory phone now, do you have Ellen on like a bat phone? Because I'm picturing like whenever whenever kids are acting up, you'll be like, you know what? I'm gonna let me get her on the phone here. Like, I do. <laughs> I do not have a direct line to Ellen. I don't. There's no Dory phone. There's no Dory phone. <laughs> but I have 100 percent used it with the kids. I was like, you know what, you guys, and and I like I'm not gonna I'm not, I'm not like fully lying. Remember that line in the show? Like I'm not gonna lie to them. So I don't lie to the kids and. When they're doing like really great work, I was like, you know, I could let Ellen know about this, you know, <laughs> and lit- they think I'm probably just going to like text her. But in reality, sure. I'll like email like six producers down. <laughs> maybe. maybe. Yeah, <laughs> right. Yeah. Right. Right. If it were me and I was a student, I would be like, OK, I might play this so I can meet Ellen. Maybe she'll come and talk to me. Right. You know? And I want them to have that mindset. So <laughs> we're good. That's incredible, though. Mm-hmm. No. So the show, um, what's the name of the tour that you have? Indoor Recess. So I saw it. uh uh, we were we mentioned right before we like officially started rolling. Uh, I saw it on Thursday. Incredible! Thank so, you. How many cities have you gone to so far? Uh, so we actually opened. Oh, oh my God! We opened a week from today. Oh, okay. last Saturday, and this was a four show week. Mm-hmm. So we did two openers in Detroit, mm-hmm. and then I did, came to Chicago, did two shows in Chicago, and that's where we're at right now. And it's insane. insane, dude. It's like. I'm like literally living my dream and doing this. Like it's yeah. so cool. Yeah, that was like very Mikey B of me. Do you follow Mikey <laughs> B? Like live your dreams. I'm doing it, Mikey. I'm doing it. <laughs> How does that work with like the the kids? Like, do you have like a, a sub plan for like while you're on tour, or is this like spring break still? Or so yeah. So this tour, um, this week in particular was um, my spring break because I'm still Got I it. teach full time right too. And so I knew it was really important to like hit a lot of shows back to back mm-hmm. and go into like major cities as well. Mm-hmm. So that's why I planned this to go over that. And then the rest of the tour, they don't really impede on my classroom time mm-hmm. except for one show, which is New York City, Caroline's on Broadway. Are you familiar? Uh-uh, no. It's like the comedy club of okay. New York City and I'm shitting my pants. <laughs> like I can't believe that I'm even playing Caroline. Yeah, that's incredible. It's on though. Broadway. It's on Broadway. Like that's oh my God. stupid. Like I'm just like, oh my God. <laughs> so when they called, they were like, hey, we got a spot for you. It's on a Thursday. I'm like, done, done. Take it. Don't care. I'll like take the days. I have to do it. Right, and right. um yeah, we're making it happen. Nice. <laughs> how does that how do the kids like how, do the kids know that they know that like of your social media personality and stuff, mm-hmm. but do they know about like how big this is that their teacher is starting this well 
midway through, like getting towards the prime of like this stand up career. Like, do they know that extent of that? Um, yeah. Well, yeah. So last week I had a kid literally come up to me and he was like, Can you sign this? And it was a pad of sticky notes. So I was like, Okay. So I signed the first one. He's like, No, can you go in and sign every single one? Oh, is this the video you sent me? Yeah. And I was like, <laughs> I did send you the video. And I was like, what is this? And he's like, um, I'm selling your autograph on Instagram. <laughs> I was like, are you joking me, dude? And then I sent you that video and I yeah. went by. Oh, dude, can I like, can we play a Let's do it. Of, yeah, do you have sure. it? Yeah, I can pull so it up. So we can just like, hold it up to the mic or something like that. Yeah. Which also, is it weird if I drink too close to the mic? I don't know. I think that's the, those are the sound effects I want. You know, Max and I, we were talking, we need more sound effects. <laughs> There's like, he's got like a, a catalog of like 50,000. We're awesome. going to add that with the different variations of Joe <laughs> drinking into the mic. Yeah. Which reminds me, I hope, I'm hoping, uh, your camera picks up audio. Yeah. Okay, cool. I think I like forgot the first like 30 seconds. You saw me like real quick hit record because I forgot to hit it and then clap, but we should be good. Oh, that clap life though. Yeah. Yeah. All right, I got this. <laughs> this was incredible. So, uh, periodically, like, I'll send you, like, some funny stuff, and, and, and Joe will also send me some stuff, too. And he sends me this, and he goes, I think I've officially made it. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so I'll just hold this up here. Guys, I have some great news. Miss Pretty times three is actually my teacher. And if you guys, um, if you guys follow me, I will give you his autograph. entrepreneur totally totally so that's amazing okay i don't know if you remember my first joke in the show too i say um the only students who are stalking me the only people who are stalking oh, me now are my students are my dms yeah. and i say they slide in and then they go hey mr d it's me nathan i'm like yeah i know because you spelled your first name wrong <laughs> that's nathan the real nathan so the nathan himself oh yeah he's got a future in something i'm not sure what but he, he's maybe social media influence or something but he's, he's hustling man he knows the game so okay, i do gotta <laughs> say this though like mad shout out to nathan he started doing um he 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 was really inspired by what I do on Instagram and like mm. comedy and all of that, and I was like, "Cool, man, cool." So he's like, "I started I started a, an Instagram account, and uh, it's really funny." And I'm like, "Cool." So this kid slides my DMs like on the regular, and I never talk to the kids online. If they write yeah. in the comments, like I might like give it a heart or whatever. Mm. Um, but I obviously saw his page, and it was all he was reposting memes. Okay. And I was like, I said to him, I go, hey, like, these are funny, but, you know, what's really funny is original work. Like, try to make your own videos and do your own thing. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, really? I'm like, yeah, yeah, yeah. So months go by, and then he pops up on Instagram again. And I was with a couple other teachers, and he's got these videos, and he's, like, just laying there. And he's like, hey, guys, um, I'm about to do a plank for 30 seconds. And then he's just, like, doing a plank. And he's like, hey, guys, <laughs> I'm about to play Twinkle Twinkle on the piano. And then he plays it. And I'm like, dude, you're killing it. Like, you're doing your yeah. own content. There you go. So when he did that on the gram, too, I was like, it's at my expense. But 
<laughs> you can make some coins. <laughs> yeah. Say, yeah, yeah. This yeah. could be the start of something big. For and, sure. And it pretty soon cool. you have him on, on, on your podcast. Right. Which, right. by the way, uh, your podcast, uh, yeah. Study Hall, yeah. how's that been going? You're like, what, on season two right now? We're on season two. You know, you're you're killing it in the podcast scene. <laughs> I <laughs> am not. I like my, I love my podcast. I'm mm-hmm. really enjoying it, but I want to start beefing it up and like start doing some more with it. And because every time I do it, I'm getting so much joy. Mm-hmm. So for season two, we're about to wrap and then I'm going to super amp it up for season three. Okay. And I'm going to start doing what we're doing right now and I'm right. going to do gigs on the road. So I'm hey. going to do, like, if I can like lock somebody in for an on the road interview, like that'd yeah. be cool. Do some live Q and A's on the road as well. Like mm-hmm. more content, more on often um just because it's like it's so cool to talk about talk to teachers not about teaching yeah i don't know it's just like we're people outside of the classroom Mm -hmm. and to like get to know that is like that's why i love like armchair expert with dax oh god he's that guy's got everyone on i know but it's cool to hear them talk about like what what I already, like, I don't, I know you on the screen, but I don't really know you as a person, like, how it got there. Right. And then, like, when he interviews, it's just so, I'm just like, yes, yeah. Dax, you're getting it, pal. <laughs> and with Dax, too, I remember I saw him in, like, This Is Where I Leave You with Jason Bateman, and he plays, like, the guy that is, like, the, the boss is sleeping with the wife, and, like, I always see him in, like, or uh, Employee of the Month with Dane Cook. He's always, like, the asshole. Mm-hmm. And so I found out, this was, like, five, six years ago, before I really knew him, mm-hmm. and I was like, he's married to Kristen Bell no she's such a nice person had no clue that he's yeah, actually yeah. like this genuine guy and like I, I I truly love that guy because he's just so vulnerable on that show no matter what and like super weird fact about them mm-hmm. um Dax Shepard grew up in the school district where I got my first job West okay. Bloomfield Michigan all right, right and Kristen Bell grew up in the school district she didn't go to the school district. She lived in the community, went to a different school um, where the spelling test video went viral. Oh, wow. Yeah, so they're from <laughs> Michigan. Like, we're all from the same area. It's wild. Nice. I'm hoping that um, I kept, like, trying to to will it where, like, have Chris D'Elia on your podcast, Dax. Like, do it, do it, do it. I'm hoping that you'll be, like, one of the next guests that he has on because I it, would die for that. That would be amazing. If you're listening, Dax, like, hit me up, Brown. Do it, do yeah. it. Um, Chris D'Elia, I, people often say, that we look alike. Do you see it? I. It's because the maybe the facial hair. It's just the hair. That's the only yeah. thing that's a little different. Yeah. I don't see it at all. Like my nose is way bigger, and I'm fine <laughs> with that. <laughs> That'd be incredible. If like, could you imagine though, if you were actually like on Dax, or like Chris D'Elia is going to start doing guests apparently on his podcast? Oh, that would be incredible. Because I mean, stand-up comedian, perfect. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have that connection, like where your video was, and where you first started teaching and stuff. That'd well, th- that's why when you and I first met. I was really picking your brain on. I'm like, this guy does comedy. I know it. Oh God, no. I know. But you, <laughs> know. but honestly, there's two things. What something that people don't know about you is you are an incredible writer, and you write well in text message. Like when I'm reading your text, <laughs> I'm like, this dude's like using grammar and shit. Like it's <laughs> like for real. So it's good. Props to you. <laughs> I appreciate it. I'm sure I, everyone always gets mad at me because I double enter everything. Like there's one thought, double enter. Yeah. And I thought you gotta stop doing that, man. <laughs> oh, I do that too, though. Like it's. I mean, like I'm breaking out my thoughts. I'm breaking yeah, out my thoughts. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. It's like separate thoughts. You don't want to inundate them with. A million different text messages. Right. Like that. I'm feeling it. Which reminds me, we talk about, you know, teachers outside of teaching. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that uh, you've kind of talked about is like, for example, we're drinking right now and this is pretty frowned upon, right? It is. For our profession. It's morning time. 
<laughs> but also a weekend it's and, and Saturday we're good <laughs> but see even there we were like we have to like make sure people know it's spring break it's all good it's all good right um, I was surprised at your show that like a lot of them were teachers like they shouted out like who's teachers and mm. like a million people shouted out you had to deal with some some hecklers I was very shocked I did have your some show. hecklers I mean granted it was I went to the second show so it was a little bit later maybe they were a little bit deeper into their drinks but oh my god like yeah. did you expect that from teachers do you get it a I lot I always expect that I mean like you can't be a comedian and not expect hecklers. You <laughs> sure. know, you feel, which is so beyond. Like, in what other art is it fine to interact <laughs> with them without, like, the invitation to do so? Right. You know? Right. I do have one thought, though. Tell me. Students. Oh. <laughs> well, That's kind of what I thought about it. Because Katie, uh, I took Katie to the show, and uh-huh. she was kind of like, Oh my god! I can't believe this is happening. He he handled it so well. She went, "Yes, he handled it so well." And I was like, "Well, I mean, I guess he probably has to handle that a lot with elementary kids. Uh-huh. I know I do with high school kids, but I feel like that's why I can handle a heckler. Yeah, you know, because yeah. I do it every day in the classroom. <laughs> so yeah. it's like exactly. on the job training. Yeah, yeah. It well, it's like Steve Martin's book where he was he talks about the the parallels between teachers and comedians. Mm-hmm. And like I, I was telling you like a month ago or so, like you are the personification of that belief for Steve Martin that he pulls a lot from teachers for his stand-up back when he was doing stand-up. And, like, literally, like, if you were to meet Steve Martin, he'd be like, oh, this this is my book in, in one <laughs> human person. But that's got to be – do you prefer, I guess, do you prefer a student heckler or an adult heckler? Like, how do you handle it? Oh, you... God. No, the truth is the same way. Like, okay. Because, you know, the way I – you said you said in the show like I've got a quick tongue with parents like sometimes I'm like oh. I've got the initial reaction and then what I should have said but yeah but I feel like you I mean you saw the show you see how I dealt with hecklers mm-hmm. and it's the same I do the same thing and people die sometimes when I get a heckler and I just look at them and I say I'll wait <laughs> and then like everybody's dying and that person feels like an asshole and I'm like <laughs> yeah. so try me bitch you know what I mean? like I'm not the one yeah yeah oh that was inc- I had a heckler in the first show and, okay because you came in the second show mm-hmm. yeah and all I said was oh nope actually it's my show thank you and just like went on <laughs> I'm like everybody died and I was just like yeah, like, not this. Like, what are you doing? You yeah, know? yeah. I'm not encouraging hecklers, by the way. So if you're <laughs> sitting here thinking you're going to come to the show and do that shit, try me, <laughs> or don't. I get that all the time. It was more so with my group of um, my honors kids last year. I would do the all wait thing, mm-hmm. and then uh, after a while, I would just sit there. I wouldn't say anything, and I had this one student, Joe. He'd go, "He'll wait." Like he would always do that. <laughs> I'd be like, "God damn it!" Seriously, got my number. See, I can't do I'll wait anymore. Um, my class this year, like. A plus in socializing. Like, there you go. Oh, they are just so. And truthfully, I really love that energy. Like, I don't mm-hmm. like a classroom where you know the students wait in the hallway to come in, and then they line up and they come in and they sit down and they do their morning work, and then it's just like super robotic to me. Mm-hmm. I've worked in that setting before. It doesn't I don't vibe with that. Sure. I love when kids come in and they're social and they're animated and they're talking to each other and they're working on their personal skills. Now, my current class takes that to like the nth degree and we're working on it. We're working on it. (laughs) But if I ever do or do have done the I'll wait, Mm -hmm. I will be waiting until the sun sets. (laughs) They do not stop. It's relentless. But I mean... And that's the thing that people say all the time. They're like, you're so real on, like, 
on the gram yeah. in your comedy like everything that you do and the truth is like yeah I am because I'm done with all this Mary Poppins <laughs> fake ass shit that you see on the internet and all these yeah. people are like it's so charming it's so wonderful and it's like mm-hmm. you know what this is a really rewarding profession but the truth is is it's so goddamn hard yeah so like don't pretend like it's not and like it's cool to fail because you're going to do it and it makes you a better teacher so just like own it move forward and learn from it just like you tell your kids to so when i walk around my classroom and i do that stuff on instagram like when i pick my kids up from prep hour and Mm -hmm. i'm looking at them like why why is it over like a lot of people are enjoying that content and laughing at that and there's a few people who are like i cannot believe this it's like then like go do your own thing girl because like this is the truth right right and you what's the what's the call that you have when it's recess when recess is over <laughs> uh, is it, did they repeat it back and then they run over or no they just run oh, okay yeah okay. Um, they call me they call me the mama bird when i do that nice yeah. nice do you warn other teachers or are they just like, oh, that's Joe doing his thing? Yeah, I think they just expect it at this point. <laughs> because you've got the scare cam too for some of your employees. I've seen that a few times. Yeah, scare yeah. cam. I'll just jump out of nowhere. My teaching partner, Sydney, bless her, she was eating a bagel last time I scare cammed her. Mm-hmm. And she screamed, then threw it, then <laughs> caught it, then yelled at me. It was <laughs> beautiful. Yeah, it's incredible. Mm-hmm. That's almost like that video of the girl that was doing the axe throwing <gasps> bar. Oh, my God. She's got quick reflexes. I just saw that. Okay. Not doing it anymore. I Sorry. thought about it. One of my coworkers, do you ever see the kindergarten teacher, Kelly, on my Instagram? She's doing the mood rings with me. Yeah, yes, I yeah. have seen that. Kelly's amazing. And she, the other day, texted me and was like, oh, my God, we should do this axe chopping thing. And I'm like, hold on. <laughs> um, first of all, no. Second of all, <laughs> crazy drunk people right. in a room. With axes, throwing them at like this is a recipe for disaster. And then yeah. that video came out, and I was like, "See, mm-hmm. like I'm not to be played right here, right? And I'm not going to do it." So. I even I even told Katie, I was like, "I want to do this for my birthday." This was like a year ago. Mm-hmm. I saw that video, and before I could turn my phone, she was turning her phone to say, "We're not doing this at all." <laughs> like, yeah, they lost their liquor license, everything. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I mean, it makes sense. You know? But those places are everywhere. Oh, God, everywhere. I don't know why it's such a trend now. I think it's because, like, maybe Game of Thrones or something like that. It's that whole, oh. like, could be that, but. I just saw that people wanted to, like, serve, like, lumberjack railness. Like, they're like, yes, I have a chance. Yes. I don't know. <laughs> they go and wearing a flannel. They never worn a flannel. I would have worn a flannel <laughs> if I did it. Yeah, like, 100%. pop a few chest hairs out. <laughs> There you go. Mm-hmm. So I guess your thing too. So I, I listened to the Q and A that you did at your alma mater, mm. and your goal is to kind of show like the day to day, right? Mm-hmm. How do you think that's going? Like, it's all about the setup, right? That's what you're showing. Like social media, sometimes it shows you like the punchline, but not always the setup. Mm-hmm. How do you think that really like? Is there stuff that you think about posting? You're like, oh, I'm not sure. I have to kind of think about that public image or. Is it more times so, like, I, I want to show the setup. I want to show the day-to-day, the stuff that isn't going to be perfect. No, I my whole thing, too, is, like, I – so let's – okay, when I talk about the show, I think about the show in the same way that I think about the stuff that I post on Instagram, mm-hmm. right? And the fact behind the matter is is my jokes are – they they stand on merit. Like, the one mm-hmm. joke that I love is when – I talk about being employed at a district that's super into diversity, cultural responsiveness, all of that. And they say, Joe, how can we support you as a diverse teacher? And my line back is, oh, um, actually, I'm white. So 
And it gets a huge laugh every single time. Yeah. But the truth behind that joke is that it's like, you look at me and you say diversity and you say you want to like support all this gay stuff and LGBT things. Mm-hmm. But the truth behind embracing a person for whatever their diversity is is to just let them be who they are as a person mm-hmm. and let them live as a person and accept who like their character is. Right. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So that's the truth behind that joke. And so many people just laugh because it's funny and the delivery is mm-hmm. funny, but like there's a thought process behind that. Sure. So when sure. I'm doing that on Instagram too, it's all satire with like a message. And if you're willing to like to like decode through it a little bit, like you can right. figure it out and see it. Right. But the other thing too is like, why would I ever post like having to like discipline a student <laughs> or like a bad parent teacher conference or something like that? Like nobody wants to see that. I'd right. rather just like make you laugh and enjoy these moments. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Could you imagine that though? It's like a video and you're like, roll back the tapes or whatever. Is that the <laughs> phrase that you use? <laughs> roll the tapes. <laughs> yeah. Absolutely. That'd be incredible. And you actually too, at that same Q and a, you had a former student that was on. Oh, wasn't that wild? That, did you know that she was going to be there? I did or? not. Okay. No, I did okay. not. So she's a freshman in college now at the wow. college that I was speaking at, which was was my former college okay and she literally after the show was like i'm here because i want to be a teacher and you went here and i was like wow the power of like being yeah. a teacher is nuts yeah. it was really cool to connect with her and like just listen to her um her thoughts and her opinions on education and just how her mind is growing like i'm like yeah. oh my god in my mind you're still 10 like that's <laughs> so wild did that kind of did you feel like kind of dated at that point or because uh, you're a young guy still like i yeah, I turned 30 in oh, two weeks. Oh, wow. Is it? I, I'm feeling that. There you go. Yeah. Nah, that's that's still young, though. I'm, I'm only 25. Oh, my God. You're young. <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm like, I'm feeling, I'm like moving into this like daddy phase and I'm kind of into it. <laughs> I'm into it. The truth is I've always wanted, I've like looked forward to 30 for a very long time. <laughs> since I was probably about 25. <laughs> nice. Nice. Mm-hmm. That's like that Nick Miller joke. I feel like I'm growing into the old man mentality. He's like, I think I have the personality of a 60 year old man. <laughs> Dude, I'm wait. Can we pause? I'm boggled by the fact that you're 25. <laughs> That is insanity. Is it the facial hair? It kind of th- it throws you off? No, you carry yourself really well. Thank you. You do carry yourself really well, and you're very confident. One, one of the things, too, that I, the reason I started listening to Classroom Brew mm-hmm. is because I like that you unapologetically, like, crack the corona or, like, <laughs> hang out or, like, talk like you. Like, you talk like yourself. Mm-hmm. Like, you are yourself. Thank you. Like, that's so cool. And I feel like at 25, like, even with as much of an extrovert and, like, open advocate for embracing your weird and being yourself in the classroom i think even myself at 25 i was kind of like can't do this and like, mm. be careful what you post and like i was that teacher who would hide the drinks behind my back sure know? and like even though this is totally legal in all of america you know what i mean right right so that's like like cheers Holmes, <laughs> for sure and that is something that is the one thing that when i first started this podcast too like there was no video Mm-hmm. There was it was super anonymous things like that, and I'm starting to realize I can pull back that curtain. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Uh, have you so like you use Mr. T as like a stage name, right? But it's everyone knows you are Joe Dombrowski, and you've been you've been on Ellen, you've been on you were on Windy City Live and things like that. Yeah. Do you have some district because you've moved around a lot, like Seattle, Michigan, uh, well Washington, Michigan, uh, Illinois. Do you have some districts that are more open to that or others that are like, no, you are not going to do this. We can't have this in here. Like, do you have to get releases or like, how does that all work? So it's different everywhere that I go. Mm -hmm. Um, 
I'll kind of like backpedal a little bit when it first. And I think the other thing too is like, I don't know if this is like fact check this. I don't know that there's another person doing this. Like, I Mm -hmm. don't know that there's another. I don't think so. Like teacher who's like climbing in this way of entertainment. Mm -hmm. And, um, I don't know that that exists and I'm still teaching full time. So mm-hmm. when it first happened, I, I was doing comedy. Like my staff would come to my shows all the time. And then my video went viral. Yeah. And my boss, the first thing he did is came into my room and he was like, I just want to let you know that um, you filmed that in here. So we own that content. And I was like, I don't even oh think you God. know if that's true or not. Like, I think you're just talking. And I was like, it, it made me realize like, okay, like we don't really know how to do this so we got to work together right and then and then people also didn't know that i was moving to chicago any even at the time that video i was already moving to chicago okay and like ellen even asked like can we talk about it i'm like the kids don't know you know (laughs) so and then when i got to chicago i thought it was gonna be set like i thought it was gonna be so cool and then the district that i worked at actually called a meeting into the um, like, what is it called? The board office or whatever? A nice know. conference room table. And I mean, I'm like lost for words at this time. <laughs> they called me in and they, their words verbatim to me were, we're not going to make this Mr. D thing easy for you to continue. And I was like, try me. <laughs> I, like, it, it honestly, it fueled my fire a little bit. Yeah. I was like, first of all, you can't, you cannot tell me no for something that exists outside of my obligations here. Right. If I'm meeting and doing my obligations here, then like I'm going to be a person. So it, it doesn't interfere at all. Right. Like, it truly doesn't. As a matter of fact, it probably inspires your students to like want to perform more for you because you're endearing yourselves to them. So, well, there's a thing. So like the things they didn't know is like how I set up my sub plans. Like a, I have a sub who shadows me for a few days in the beginning of the school year. Okay. And then I have the same sub every time I'm out of the classroom. Oh, when I'm nice. out of the classroom, I literally have um, all of the work put together in a form of a packet for the students, but they work in a lot of the time they work in rotations and all the rotations mm. are guided by an iPad that is a video of me teaching nice. what's happening. Like I'm very methodical with yeah. how I'm going to work with my students. That's what I want to set up too. Oh, it, yeah, it's, it's insane. But like they didn't even know that. And they were just mm. like, we're not going to make this Mr. D thing easy for you to continue. <laughs> and I was like, that, that Mr. D stuff has absolutely nothing to do with what I'm doing in the classroom. So this isn't going to jive. And it was a very um, tumultuous relationship there Mm -hmm. where I just like could not be myself. And I was given the answer. No left and right. I was actually, um, Oh God, I don't know if I am allowed to say this. I was supposed to go back on Ellen that school year. And I was Mm -hmm. asked to go back on and the school and district straight up told me no. And I had to call them and tell them that I couldn't do it. Oh, wow. Isn't that wild? I didn't realize that they... That's incredible. It was... That'd be such a disappointment, too. It was really hard. It was really hard, especially, like, this woman who I just am forever indebted to for my first huge big break. Mm -hmm. And now I'm being asked to do this again, and I have to say no. Like, it was really difficult. Um, But now I'm in a different situation, too. And what I love about where I'm teaching is... My boss is so transparent with me and I with her. And she straight up has said to me, you know, I've never 
done this before with somebody who's kind of doing something like this. And mm-hmm. I don't know that you've done it before. So I sure. think if we're just open and honest with each other as things yeah, come up, awesome. as things happen, we can just work together to try to make it work in a way that's best. Because the yeah. fact of the matter is, is she needs to make sure that the kids are getting absolutely what they need. And right. so do I. But I also, like, my it's not even a side hustle anymore. Like, my, mm-hmm. my other career is flourishing, and yeah. I want that to continue to flourish. But I really, truly have a passion for working with kids. I get so much out of being in the classroom and working with them every day. Right. And when we're open and honest and we're talking and making these decisions together, that's when it works. That's yeah. when you can do it. Absolutely. You know? And I respect that Thank way you. more. Like, someone that's, like, you know, willing to go through that struggle. And even your principal, too. I respect someone that's like willing to say, you know, I don't know, but let's work together through this rather than someone that pretends they have the answers or is just going to try to resist you on that. Yeah. But was that the reason that you decided, you know what, this place in somewhere in Illinois is not the job for me? Was that like the biggest factor that led to you moving? So I remember when that happened and I was on the phone after that with my partner, Morgan, and I was just like, I, we, we that day and school hadn't even started yet. We that mm-hmm. day knew that I was not going to return. Like okay. there's like, there's no way. And then it, like, as different things would happen and there was just a lot of eyes that were on me for the wrong reasons. Sure. We knew that I wasn't going to be staying there. And mm-hmm. then he was um, transferred to Seattle and it was perfect. And I was yeah. like, well, obviously we're going to Seattle. So yeah. yeah. So there we are. And that was, uh, you've been there for, what, a year or two? Yeah, just under a year. Just under a year? Just under a year, yeah. I actually moved there on July 5th. Oh, wow. Yeah, so it's just coming up on a year. Yeah, that's impressive. Mm -hmm. Now, with your sub plans, because we were talking a little bit about um, healthcare on the podcast, self-care on the podcast recently. Healthcare. uh, Healthcare, all all of it. Uh, (laughs) Teachers are even going to have that anymore. (laughs) We don't even know. (laughs) Right, right. Watch out. We can't say anything. Otherwise, Betsy might find this podcast and then... (laughs) Oh, uh, everything. (laughs) So in terms of like, like when you write a sub plan, because you have this incredible, you posted this video of like this school that had this whole ivy wall Mm -hmm. and your room has a lot of plants you mentioned too, Mm -hmm. right? Does your, your sub that consistently goes into your room, does, should she, he or she know like, all right, I got to water these plants at certain times. Oh no, the kids do the plants. Oh really? Oh yeah. Okay. Um, uh, there, I did an interview on another podcast called Bloom and Grow Radio. Mm-hmm. check her out she's amazing maria a very good friend of mine now um and i did I'm, i've always been like this plant nerd right <laughs> and when i would do the interviews i'm like i've always wanted to do this idea of having so many plants in the classroom because i've always had a lot but now i have 107 oh, oh yeah my God. but i'm not shitting you like the way that the kids connect to these plants Mm-hmm. It's insane when when they water and they tend to them and they they wash their leaves and they make sure they're getting enough sun and they truly like care and feel responsible for these plants. Yeah. It is nuts. And I had a kid who is he's going through a lot mm-hmm. and we did some planting and some gardening like one on one and just Aww, to see him like light nice. up in that way was power, just yeah. pure power. And also I had another little girl who took a plant home over a, a different break that we were on mm-hmm. and she brought it back and it was completely dead and she was shaking and she's Aww. like mr d oh, i'm so sorry and she was gonna cry i'm like oh my gosh i was and i had to tell her i'm like this is so great because now we know like what this kind of plant 
doesn't like. Oh, that was nice. So yeah, so, but then we, but it's actually really cool because I didn't yeah. know that that plant doesn't like that much water. Uh-huh. And I could tell okay. right away that the soil was really, really moist. So I think yeah. she started to see it go downhill, but watered it more. So we like talked about plants and we did a lot of science and learning. Sure. It was a really cool point. But like that's how strong their emotional attachment is yeah. to these. Well, and plants. they also. You know, they see that you're even like, you know what? I didn't know that we. I made a mistake. We learned something together. That mm-hmm. that's such a. She's never gonna forget that. Mm-hmm. And it also the parallels you can make to like your personal life. And no stuff joke. Like that. That's incredible. Yeah. Oh my God. So it's been a journey, and yeah. it's been so rewarding. I'll always be decked out with plants for sure <laughs> i've got some fake plants in my room I, I guess i can just like pretend to water them on instagram be like 100 percent. You know, got my mr d influence let me just get this and it's just like falling out of the fake pot that yeah. i have on it <laughs> you gotta beef it up a little bit you gotta get yeah. some real ones in there yeah. do you have good light in your classroom it's pretty good i've got my i have an entire wall of just windows do you know what direction great. those windows face uh they face ooh, let me think north Ooh. Okay, yeah. if there's a lot of them, though, you should be fine. North-facing windows are the worst-facing windows for plants. Okay, um, okay. Because I'm such a nerd. I'm so sorry. <laughs> but um, if, you, if they're big and you have a lot of them, you should be able to do it. How about you start off with a, okay. a snake plant would be a really good one, or a ZZ okay. plant would be a Starter great plant. one. A ZZ plant, I have one in my classroom. I've watered it three times. Okay. And it's thriving. That's what I need. That's yeah, what I need. a ZZ plant. ZZ. I fool people all the time with my fake plants. I've got like four or five of them, like strategically placed, and they're like far enough away but close enough that they're like, oh, I thought that was real. <laughs> I love I that. Yeah, I do my best. <laughs> but that those sympathetic moments too, those are like, is that what you hope? Because you have artifacts that these kids can remember you by mm-hmm. long after they're done in your class. Oh, that's weird. I never really... Yeah, you're right. Mm-hmm. Like, then go back and watch the videos. And, yeah, yeah. yeah. Is there like aside from like the the tangible day to day and the punchlines and like the those setup moments, like the plant moment that you had with this this student? Uh, do you have anything that you want your students to for sure remember you by, like outside of like Mr. D and? You know, there's so much to be said with that question, mm-hmm. and at, like academics are important. Mm-hmm. Don't get me wrong. But, like, if you look back on fifth grade and you loved school and you liked coming to school and you had a good time, mm-hmm. then that was success- that was a successful year yeah. for, for all of us. And that's what matters the most. Like, I had a, a kid from one of my first classes ever write me recently who's now a senior in high school wow. and described this moment that I had completely forgotten about. Mm-hmm. And it was just something. It was, like, a fun time for him. And I was like, see, that's the stuff yeah. that, like, that's what matters. Like, that's, those are what I want them to remember. Yeah, absolutely. You know? Especially because there's so much that, like, it won't be caught on social media every single time, mm-hmm. but that's going to stick with them. And I, that's when I had parent-teacher conferences right before I went to your, your show, the second show. I had um, a parent that, it's a student that, he can be an absolute rock star. Like, he wants to start a YouTube channel, but he also wants to go into marketing. Like, he, he's got all the skills to do it. Uh-huh. But he gets into trouble every so often. Mm-hmm. And so he, I always pull him aside. And actually, it's funny because I listen to the Q&A, and you do something very similar to this, too, when you say, we're having this conversation because I care and I want you to do well and things like that. Oh, and, you really listened to that episode. Oh, yeah. Oh, it was a great episode. Thank you. But I, I do that with him, and I, I was like, it's probably not getting through to him. It's probably in one ear, out the other. He's just going, yep, 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 yep. But I was talking to the mom at this conference, and she was like, oh, yeah, Mr. F, he talks about you all the time and, you know, the stuff that you do in class and, you know, the conversations you have when you pull them aside. And I was like, holy shit. Like, it's actually, like, kind of working. Like, I I try to be, like, silly enough. Like, I don't have, like, Instagram content, but I didn't realize that those messages are actually getting through to him. Mm-hmm. And I'm I'm hoping that it helps, but 
it, it's incredible when you you take a step back and you're like, oh, it's probably those small little things that I've done that I didn't realize are going to have an impact on this kid. Right. Which is, it just blows my mind. I always wear a um, flare band behind my ear. I just, okay. I mean, I'm constantly using it. And it's just sure. a habit at this point. And I remember one time I was like looking out into my classroom and I was like, every little boy in my classroom has a pen behind their ear oh. right now. And I was like, yeah, you're right. It's the, it's that little right. th- stuff that you don't realize like matters and right. matters to them. Right. That's, that's cool that you and a mom had that conversation. It was an incredible, incredible moment. It's also a mom that I've talked to a handful of times now, but mm-hmm. I just didn't realize the extent of it. Yeah. yeah. I, I was thinking about, um, I almost wish that I like had like a, a Mr. Deeper persona where I could do this, but uh, I have this one student that she's had me for two classes now. Mm-hmm. Um, and she, she's, she's great. She's fantastic. But we watched Avengers Infinity War like before Christmas break. And at the end, she started crying, like deeply crying. And uh, she's very empathetic. Mm -hmm. We had a speaker. His name was Daryl Cannon, who was like a survivor of um, police brutality. And he was put in prison for 24 years and he didn't commit the crime. And so I had him come and talk to the kids, too. Like he came to the school. And at the end, she's there and she's kind of going like, it's going to be fine. It's going to be fine. Don't worry. It's okay to have these emotions. And then uh, Daryl Cannon looks at her and he goes, What's wrong, sweetheart? And then she just, oh, like, let it's it all out. let go. Yeah, because it's almost like uh, like that comfort is what makes it actually come out. But it was this nice moment where she's, like, got her arm. He's got his arm around her, and he's like, it's okay. I've been through hell and back, but this is why we learn from it. And she's just sobbing. And I was like, this is incredible. Yeah. But I, I tried to also, I, like, you want to, like, I, I keep telling her, like, it's okay to have that emotion. That's a good thing that you are so empathetic. But then I'm also, like, I don't want her to, like, be upset or sad about something too so i walk into a meeting this is like two weeks ago or something like that and she's in the corner and she is sobbing and she's got a chromebook in front of her and i walk in she's like mr f don't i I don't i don't want to i'm like what are you what are you what are you crying about an anime character died in her show and she was crying and i felt so bad because she's got so much empathy so to kind of cheer up, I like there were three of us in the meeting, and so I had like a Burger King napkin, and we wrote a condolence card. Like, <laughs> we're so sorry for the death of your anime character, half of the Avengers and the world. <laughs> and I gave her like a little moment. That's amazing. I think she said she put it up on her wall or something like that. Beautiful. I have a few who are very, like, highly emotional over mm-hmm. things like that too. I had a kid who was crying the other day, and I was like, "What?" He's like, "This baby pig is so cute." <laughs> like, that's amazing. <laughs> Just be 10. You just right. be 10. This is right. great. It's like that video of the girl who's just holding a puppy like, she's so lovable. Like, they're just they're just so happy. That's incredible. I love those moments. <laughs> Me too. Me too. <laughs> so I recently had this moment where I had a dream that I was a student at my school, but, like, I was aware <laughs> that I was also a teacher at one point, and it was so weird. Do you ever have any of those weird dreams where, like, either you're a student or, like, it's a weird dream about school or... Oh, my God, Yes. Oh my god! I can't think of anything in particular, but I remember I had a dream um, where st- I kept running into students in the world, like my world outside of the classroom. Sure, and I was just like, "What the hell?" Like I can't get away with you because, like, I I <laughs> love my kids, but I very much cherish my time away from my kids. Right. I think that's right. healthy. Yeah, you know, absolutely. You gotta, you have to <laughs> worry about yourself and do your own thing to. St- Stay on top of the game in the classroom. Right. So when you run into them, I'm just like, ah, shit. <laughs> and it was, in the dream, it was like every move sure. I was making, there were more kids. Right. I even had one uh, 
last night. I thought I was running late for this because I was waiting for my kids to get on the bus because this was a field trip. And I was like, you guys are messing this up for me. <laughs> so I was thinking about, like, I was like, oh, I guess I should think about weird dreams that I've so had. So that happens in real life to me all the time because <laughs> I have to book, like, podcast interviews, um, TV things, like, whatever I'm doing. Like, it, yeah. it's all off the clock time. So sure. I either have to take a call during my prep or my lunch or after school, right? And if, shit hits the fan in the classroom mm-hmm. i have to be like honest with them and be like hey sorry i'm gonna be a half hour late to that meeting because my kids mean me even though like because even though we're teachers like you have such an obligation like past that uh, contractual hours right. and you have to put that in so you know doing that too like right now i just did i have a weekly segment on a podcast um called For the Love of Teaching. It's an Australian mm. podcast through a company That's, called Teach Starter. I would listen to that for hours just for the accents. I'm getting their accent now just from chatting with them in the pod. I'm like, yes. And they're always like, are you keen to do this? I'm like, oh my God, I'm so keen, you guys. Like, I'm just the keenest. Then like the phrases that they use. Oh God, what was one? They say, like we would say, like calm down. You know, like chill. Mm. And they say, calm me fam. <laughs> Calm your farm. Calm your farm. Calm your farm. Wow. Yeah, it's great. Huh. Like, I love it. I'm going to use that one. I'm going to get so many sideways looks from kids. Totally. <laughs> but that one's in Australia, right? So, yeah. like, for example, the most recent one that I did with them was 10.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. Oh, my God. Right. So that's the thing that people don't understand <laughs> either about, like, the Mr. D life. Right. Is I don't stop. Like, yeah. if you want something to happen, you have to work your ass off for it and it's nothing's going to be handed to you too and like i love what i'm doing outside of the classroom a Mm. lot and i love being in the classroom a lot so i work my ass off to do these things right and i i make it work you know how many people are full of excuses like they're gonna they're gonna say why they can't do something before they even try oh yeah i don't even i don't even do that i just i just go right like it will happen let's do it because you've got so you have your podcast you have your youtube channel you have uh, stand up itself. You have teaching itself. Mm-hmm. Uh, what else am I missing? Because I know there's a bunch. Do you coach and stuff like that for kids or a club? Oh my god, I do. I'm on. I'm on this. I'm on a couple different com- committees at work. Okay, and then we have a couple other things that take place after school, like when we're developing plans around kids for like advanced learning and um, like IEP development, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but outside of that, I have. I teach. I do stand up. I speak at conferences, conventions, universities. Oh I'm doing the pod. I mean, I'm on TV. Like, yeah, I, I don't know how you keep all that straight. Launch. I'm on tour. Like, Jesus Christ, <laughs> I am a crazy person. Like, bona fide. <laughs> yeah, so, just yeah. know that. A go like, though. But then I have like an amazing relationship with a, a partner who just supports every minute mm-hmm. of what I'm doing. And then I have to. I that has. That has the majority of my time, too, because it's so sure. important. But, like, you have to space these things out, and you have to make sure that you're, like, making the right time. So it's hard, but, like, if you're going to make excuses for yourself, you're not going to go anywhere. You're right. not going to go where you want to go. And right. I'm going where I want to go. Now, what does he do? Like, is he able to go on tour with you? Or... Yeah, so Morgan, his job is, it's generally pretty flexible. I mean, okay. Jesus Christ, so is anything that's not being a teacher. <laughs> right? <laughs> right. So he's been to my show. He's seen the show probably about 12 times. So the, okay. he came to Detroit. He's in San Francisco. Uh, he was in Atlanta. He's going to be in New York. He wasn't able to make Chicago. Mm-hmm. Um, so he comes. He comes when he can, which sure. is really great. It's really nice to have him there. He's yeah. starting. He gets. He gets a line. 
he'll be sitting there and he'll have a line of people that's awesome to take yeah. pictures with him yeah. i'm like excuse you <laughs> <laughs> to him not to them yeah that's but, amazing yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah well and your opener in chicago too um, oh devin seabold he oh is a gosh. genius so but he's got a podcast too it's called crying in my car mm-hmm. a podcast for teachers he's great um, he was incredible too his and, content online is incredible too i i respect him so much mm-hmm. he's a genius he's a genius did you know him before the tour so we were kind of the, the thing about comedy is you get acquainted to other comedians online mm-hmm. who, from all over the world, right? Like my opener for um, New York runs circles around me in the comedy scene, right? <laughs> and he's incredible. Mm-hmm. Um, Benito Skinner. And he was partially, he helped me get into Caroline's too. And then I was okay. like, do you want to do this too? And I thought he was, I thought like, being an opener for my show he would be like oh that's so beneath me and he's like oh totally because mm-hmm. comedy's like comedy's not like anything else like it's very helpful it's very like let's do this with each other and it's been great but like the same way that benito and i kind of started working together so did devin and i so we were familiar yeah. with each other's work we would chat and then we got put in a showcase together oh really mm-hmm. and then we were performing together and i saw his work and i was like you're opening for me in Chicago and asked him and he was like, uh, yes. Yeah. 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 Does Morgan do any, like any content that's online or anything or mm-hmm. no, okay. Okay. he doesn't have any desire to. Okay. You know? And like, he's cool with it. it. He's yeah. Cool with it. Yeah. Well, I mean, he has a following already, even without that content. With, like he said, without that content. Right. <laughs> I don't know. He's just, he's just being him. Yeah. 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 And he's like smoking hot too. So <laughs> like that, that helps. Right. That helps. Right. <laughs> and you were like, you're like, what gave it away? Yeah, I was gay. <laughs> what gave it away? But that's what the kids like. We talk about being gay in the classroom a lot because my district is just like so okay with people living their truth no matter what it is. Mm-hmm. So like, if that's something great. comes up, like I answer their questions and I talk about it, and it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, and then yeah, I had a student come up to me literally a week ago. I was like, Mr. D, are you gay? What? Away. <laughs> I literally have pictures of RuPaul behind my desk. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. Not that you have to be gay to like RuPaul. I mean, you admit to watching episodes too. It's good stuff. Your girlfriend's obsessed with it. Oh, she loves it. Queer mm-hmm. Eye. Uh, that's why I've got my my French tuck. You can't tell, but uh, Tan, if you're watching, Jonathan. <laughs> Jonathan's on tour right now too. Is it really? Oh my God. Okay, first of all, Jonathan Van Ness is just so yes, yes for my me. favorite. Oh, he's so yes for me. Like he is. <laughs> oh, I love him. When he was doing a show in Seattle, he mm. was literally taking pictures on my street. And I'm like, oh my God. why am I not there? But mm. his one of his openers, too, Michelle Buteau, mm. is like, I, like I'm obsessed with Michelle. I look up to her <laughs> comedy so much. Like, I just appreciate everything she does. And when I saw yeah. she was opening for Jonathan, I'm like, if I can see the show, I will die. I will die. I will die. I will die. <laughs> I really, really want to see his set. Yeah. He's just so, he's such, he's so, like, quick and witty and like yeah. responsive and relatable and smart mm-hmm. is that man smart i think i posted something like i i need him to encourage me in my everyday life because i would be a rock star in everyday life mm-hmm. if you like he's always just like yes honey like all that stuff like he's he is the number one and you're right he he has his podcast for example uh getting getting curious mm-hmm. with jonathan ness he has so, so many intellectuals he's mm-hmm. such an intelligent person do you want to hear some shit I got booked to do a job at a, a convention and it was at a high school. Okay. And I walked in and I was just like, hey, everyone, blah, blah, blah. And I was meeting with the people who planned it and put it together. Mm-hmm. And they were like, 
so do you watch Queer Eye? And I was like, <laughs> duh. <laughs> but um, they were like, this is Jonathan Van Ness's old high school. Oh, wow. And I was like, you're shitting me. Grab the yearbooks. And they did. <laughs> and they showed me him. And I was like, oh, my God, this is so crazy. And then literally the next day they filmed that episode in high school with all those students. <sighs> With the teachers, and they Just remade the teachers. They filmed it in there with oh. Jonathan's teachers. Like, and I'm like, I missed the <laughs> whole Fab Five by a day. That oh my god, could you imagine? Oh, geez. No, the answer is no. That's how you know you've made it if you meet all of them. Yeah, or I, even one. I would love to be, and I feel like people say this all the time. Like, I would love to be on the team and do kind <laughs> of like the like coaching with kids, like coaching with like family work and like all sure. of that. And like, so Karamo does the adult. You do that. You get the kids right. in the situation, or like teaching teaching the adult to like how to be more relatable, like with kids and work mm. with kids. Because like it's a whole come on, it's a whole different field, right? Right. right. And then. Um, well, we have some other shit in there, and then it'll be like Fab Six. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> that'd be incredible! Oh my god, there! Uh, I see. If I, if they're watching, probably, probably not. Maybe you never know. You never know. Add Joe to the Fab. Make it the five Fab, or six. even just like for an episode, like, right? Like a guest appearance. Hell, let's just hang out. Like, I'm so <laughs> cool with it. I oh, even, you know, I was telling you about Benito, who's opening mm-hmm. for me for in New York. Yeah. he does a spot on Anthony impression. Spot on. I'll send you videos after this. Check okay. them out. Yeah. Benny drama is his Instagram. Okay. Okay. So funny. Yeah. Great guy. I always, we always try to like pick out like, like it's, it's hard to like, you love them all so much mm-hmm. and it just, it's, oh my God, just incredible. I keep telling Katie, like, can you just nominate me? She's like, eh, you're probably fine. I was like, I can, I can fake it for a little bit. <laughs> oh God. I'll do it just to have tan, like rework everything. I can meet them all. I think that would be so awesome. But. Yeah, just like start dressing worse. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Yeah, there you go. it's not that far to go, but we'll get there. <laughs> you're fine. You're fine. I did have a kid though that they they liked the socks that I had, and then oh, this is actually the same kid. I don't have I told you this story yet. Hmm. I was he started doing like fake sign language, kind of like when Obama had the fake sign language one. And I was like, uh, let's roll with it. Let's see what happens here. Uh, again, need a camera in the room. And I get to the word spreadsheet, and he goes full Michael Phelps. And I was like, oh, my God. It was awful. But, but yeah, the fat fight. I was like, Junior, I love stop it. it. Stop it. I love that. I love that. <laughs> They're creative. You don't want to stifle that. So. No, not at all. So do you think, is there is there a stand-up special on Netflix or Amazon or HBO or something like that in, potentially coming? Is that something in the works? Is that I, a, a I goal? don't know that I'm allowed to say. Oh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, tell me after we stop recording. There's nothing in the works right now. Um, like full transparency. Like, I'm a comedian. I would love a Netflix special. Like, mm-hmm. let's be for real. Um, but the fact, I'm going to, like, tour the shit out of Indoor Recess. Like, I right. want a lot of people to see the show live. You don't want to burn that that content yet. You right, wanna... no. And, you know, like, I have, so, like, so much material written that I'll start producing, like, the second show mm-hmm. when I'm ready to, like, really launch it. I'm just got to practice and workshop the jokes a little more. Sure, sure. But, like, if somebody wanted to pick it up, would I entertain that? Absolutely. Oh, I, but I would love to share the show with so many people because yeah. I feel like there's so many people who can't come to the show mm-hmm. or live in areas that the show's not anywhere yeah. near and they want to see the content. And I'm just like, I would love to make you laugh and enjoy life together through, in your own living room. So would I do it? Right. Hell yes. Right. Especially because even, even if it was something that, because you, you use new material all the time and like throw mm-hmm. stuff in a little bit. Right? Oh, you have to. You have to. You have to ad lib a little bit. Maybe you change it a little bit. Well, I try. I do. I put two new jokes in every show. Almost, wow, almost. Is that stuff from the classroom, or like, is that where you get the inspiration? So there? you know that part of the show 
um, when I take the shot with somebody on yes, stage. Yes, which I love. Okay. And then you know how before <laughs> that the crowd's going wild because mm-hmm. they all want to be the one who takes the shot? Right. So that happens every time, every show, <laughs> and they go insane. But for your show that you were at, mm-hmm. I said, if my class ever... <laughs> acted like this and then there was like another uproar of laughter right i wrote that right then right then and there nice i had never said or done that before too and then i watched back the tape but i'm like that's staying forever <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah so it has like, to yep so that's incredible and that's how you that's how you continue to like write and build and get yeah. get more material that's uh, that's incredible see i such a skill i'm so envious it's incredible oh it's, you have it you oh have god it. no you haven't touched into it yet you have it <laughs> We'll see. We'll see. Probably not. Probably not. So, uh, where where is the tour going next? What's what's next on, on stop? our next stop's New York. New York from New York. We're hitting Boston. Okay. Um, from Boston, we're doing Seattle. From Seattle, we're doing Tampa. Oh wow! And we have some gaps in there too. So we're currently tacking on some extra cities. So nice. I hear from so many cities all the time. People writing in on the comments saying where they want to go. So we're trying to really bring that to them. Yeah. And uh, just just crush it and get people out there and make them smile make them laugh make them enjoy life that's awesome yeah and then uh joe joe also has a a podcast study hall where can they check out study hall study hall with mr d i mean like find me on instagram facebook everything you can find it like quite literally everywhere um just type in study hall with mr d i'm sure you'll find it too um like pause for two seconds. Like Ryan, this interview is so raw and real. I've done a lot of podcasts with people too, and like this was probably one of the first where I feel like I could just like do it, like just like be. Okay. Yeah, I'm glad. I'm glad. It's partially maybe it's because just... I'm a little bit hungover, but <laughs> but also like you are. I hope more people start listening to you too because this is really cool, and I thank love you. that you invite your guests to just like let loose and talk about just how life really is so thank you this is really cool no i'm I'm, i really appreciate you coming on this is i'm glad i got to see the show and then we got to chat a little bit after and totally in chicago god best city can't beat it can't beat it Mm -hmm. well seattle's close it's very close seattle's fabulous we're never (laughs) leaving ever (laughs) all right well joe thank you again so this was a lot of fun this is anytime it just rolls like that that's a good sign but thank you for being on uh everybody else uh make sure if you haven't rate and review Uh, Subscribe, tell your friends, check out Joe, all his content. Make sure you check out his tour, Indoor Recess. It is so funny. Cannot recommend it enough. And then, of course, until next week, class dismissed.